the last podcast, which is going to make the trailer, I cut someone's hair. Oh. I'm not asking to cut yours. I'm just saying it's an option. If maybe, you maybe needed a haircut, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe like I could do it. Yeah, I honestly did a great time. job. I got, a, I got some stuff coming. You got up a guy? No, I don't have a guy, but I have some stuff <laughs> coming up. I can't. I don't know if I can take the risk. Yet. <laughs> the botch. You yeah, get a botch haircut. So who are you? Where should I look? Um, to me. This is. You're not feeling looking at any. You're just hanging out. It'd be very strange if you. Would so I got under the covers. I am. <laughs> I wouldn't make I you don't, do I, that. I'm really bad in front of cameras. I just did. We'll, we'll get into I just did like a weird campaign thing. Ask me about that later. Okay. About that. Um, I'll ask you about that later. Hi. Hi. Do hi. you want some tea? Is it hot? Is it going to burn me? No. no okay, it's a, good. It's a pretty fair temperature. Cool. Yeah. I have hand tremors though, so I'm going to be very cautious. And you're wearing white pants. Uh, yeah. I don't think things through. You have hand tremors and you sew all day? Yeah. Wow yeah no it sucks um going on the machine is fine though it's okay. just like hand sewing mm-hmm. like i took a hand knitting class because it was mandatory last year mm-hmm. and oh wow that was the worst thing ever wow it was just it was really rough Your experience though yeah, no respect fine. oh also i'm hi i'm i'm simon okay continue yeah. on that who else are you my name is simon david goldman um i'm 21 and i'm from chicago illinois actually chicago actually not- chicago not from the suburbs I was um, a little drunk when I met you, but I remember distinctly that someone was like, oh, I'm from Chicago, too. Yeah, no, and you were like, they don't get, no, no, you're they don't not. Get that. They don't, no, 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 no. Um, I have a roommate who's from Rafa, who mm-hmm. is from the suburbs. And the first time I met him, he was from, said he was from Chicago. And he really isn't. So, yeah, yeah that's a, a big pet peeve of mine because, you know, most kids you will meet are from, like, suburbs around Chicago, yeah. but not actual city. Yeah. Let's get back to who are you, though. Okay. So... I am a fashion designer who mainly focuses on menswear, but I like just creating clothes that everyone can wear, really. But definitely like a more like traditionally masculine style and stuff because I reference a lot of, you know, early like 1940s through 60s clothing in my work. Anything have to do with the war movies that you watch? No, but, you know, being so like I gr- growing up at home, my dad is very into like I have one pair of good jeans that I'll wear until you can't wear them anymore. And it's like you spend money on like one thing that'll last forever. So like I've grown up with the idea of like clothes for life. Like you get a jacket that you can literally like pass down to the next generation. You can get maybe spend like a lot of money on one pair of boots, but that one pair of boots will last your whole life. So like quality over quantity and like really respecting and learning about the craftsmanship and the materials and just everything and how something's put together more than just getting a lot of random stuff. Yeah, but you get so much shit for free. How do you live in a non-materialistic way? Oh, sadly, I'm working on that. Okay. I think it's mostly, yeah, in my design practice, sustainability comes first always. Um, It's really hard, especially doing social media stuff, you know, because you just pump money into random things. It's like really silly to see almost you go to an event you go to a dinner and then you leave with this massive goodie bag of stuff that honestly you can't use so like yeah my roommates get really happy and my friends are right. happy because if i go to a thing for like a makeup company then you know give yeah. some stuff to my friends you know it, it's nice because someone around me will use it and will appreciate yeah. it all but i do honestly feel bad for taking some of the stuff because even though you're meant to take it and they want right. you to take it because they want you to post about it it just yeah. feels it feels so weird what is the thing on tiktok that you think separates you from other people um and it's okay to have a list i don't really know i think the main thing is for me 
a lot of the fashion TikTok community and just like TikTok in general is such a negative space. Um, and like my whole thing on my page is I, I keep it really educational. Like I try to help people start their like sewing journeys, learn about like navigating, going to fashion school, how to start sewing, finding all the best like online free resources and also like helping up and coming designers and giving them a platform to show off their work. So that's kind of what I do. And I try to do it in a lens that's not very influencery where it's more of like, let me help you start this thing because yeah. it's been really great for me. And especially when I was getting into fashion, there's no one out there who like answers those questions for you. So you really have to fend for yourself. Like what I put in my portfolio, what equipment do I need at home? And just like all these things. And it's like really trial and error. So I want to be like that person that can hopefully answer some of these questions yeah. for people. Yeah. And it's been great so far. Who did you go to when you were in that position? I was lucky enough. I had this one amazing teacher at the weekend classes that I would do in Chicago for fashion design. Her name was Kylie Alexander. She's the uh, a fashion like instructor, professor at uh, School of the Art Institute. Um, and she was just super helpful with all that stuff. And from there, were you taking it super seriously or was it still a hobby then? So in high school, I really started the fashion. I always cared about clothing and like how I dress and stuff like that. Oh my god, wait, your outfits as a little kid must have been wild. Oh, no. Were they out they there? Were, they, were, they were rough. Really? There was one point where I would have like a fedora and like fake glasses. I, I was up... very into fedoras too. Oh, fedoras very are wicked, that. yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I, grew, I grew up quite chubby. Okay, same. Um, you know, I'd be going to like Old Navy and getting whatever the yeah. boys husky cargo shorts wore and stuff were and stuff like that. I loved <laughs> a good pair of cargo shorts, I can't lie. But yeah, I, I grew up like kind of chubby so it always be like really like aware of like what i was wearing and trying to find things that make me felt good and then yeah it was it was definitely a journey and then in high school um i found fashion i really wanted this like designer shirt um my mom said i couldn't get it which makes sense because who the hell is gonna buy their high yeah. school kid a 400 dollar like patchwork flannel um, so she told me to make it. I went to the thrift store and then I, I sewed it that night. And that's kind of how I started. She told you to make it? Yeah. She was like, you can just make this, which is like usually really annoying. Like if you're going through a museum and someone's like, I could have made that. Yeah. When you're like, shut up. But it worked. It like, yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't work. Cause it was not what they, it was, but not it the worked same thing, to but, set you off. And it worked to like, give me a new hobby. And, you know, sewing yeah. was great therapy for me through high school and still is. Cause you know, I can sit down and sew for like eight hours at a time because it's just like really calming and meditative yeah. from there it was very also you have fantastic posture and i can't oh, tell no, if I you're I'm, I'm like slouchy no yeah when you walk you have great posture have you noticed i bounce when i walk that's like one a thing that's one thing i yeah, get made fun of it's upwards yeah no i like i guess i walk on like the, the the balls of my feet i walk like a short person walks like with steam and kind of like forehead first okay you know what i mean that's like I'm always like yeah. mad, like baby rager walk kind of. I think go make it is like, I don't know. It's really it's important. Like, really important. Yeah. It's also important for people to be like bored and have their friends when they're a kid. To me. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. Really important. But I always had, I always had like friends. I had great friends from growing up, everything like that. Oh, tea's making me <laughs> gassy. <laughs> you, can, you can cut that one. Actually, you don't have to cut that. I'm fine with that. Um, it is important. You know, yeah. you, it, it, I think it was really helpful that. I didn't feel like perfectly comfortable in any situation because it made me kind of look for and search for that place where I did feel really comfortable and where I did feel really happy. 
Yeah. And I was lucky enough to find that. And I know a lot of people don't find that till later in life. So, like, I'm very grateful. I yeah. Did. That's interesting that you say, like, uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable inspired you to be creative. Like, I had a very different approach to creativity. Mm-hmm. It wasn't being uncomfortable. It was being, like, just feeling untapped. Got it. Feeling, like, a lot of untapped potential. But being uncomfortable is an interesting place to start from. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm, that's like just a different perspective. I've yeah, heard, you know? I, I think uncomfortable is probably not the perfect word for it, but I think it, it fits yeah. quite well for like at least my experience. I always used to do like a lot of random hobbies, like everything like played. I did fencing. I played squash. I did ultimate frisbee. I did trumpet. I played guitar for like 15 mm-hmm. years, like and I'm still with guitar. But like I've just bounced around to like so many random things that I'm like this is fun but it never really stuck that yeah once you find that thing that like really sticks you have to my whole idea was like i need to overdo this to see if it's actually something i want to pursue okay so like instead of taking only three hours of classes every weekend at the art institute i bumped it up to nine hours every single weekend to see if i would get bored of it and i just didn't so like my whole like before I went to art school, I was like, I need to overdo this shit. Can I swear? I don't yeah, I need so to, much swearing. Uh, yeah, I need to overdo this shit just to see if it's actually right for me. And if I got bored or something, then I'm like, okay, why would I spend all this money in four years of my life going to school for it? And I didn't get bored, and that's why I'm here. Do you think you have the same approach to people? I'm very weird with people, I think. Um, Let's that's, talk no, that about sounds it. terrible. I have, I have a weird uh, relationship with people in general i think covid kind of messed that up a lot of course because like over covid i was back in chicago i'm terrible with communicating like over the phone um so like i just did not keep in touch with like anyone i have a lot of like really great friends that you know i've grown up with but we don't have to talk for six months and then you hang out with them in person and everything is normal and perfect like just say you left off i think that is my favorite type of friendship honestly because yeah no uh, it, it depends. I think that there's, that's really important for everyone mm-hmm. to have because, you know, you truly know these people for exactly who they are before, you know, they're finding all these different parts of their identity, but you know them at their base, like at their core, which I think is really important to have those connections where it's like, I've known you since you were three, you know, even if we haven't talked for a year, yeah. I still know who you are. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like, I'm weird. Cause you I avoided the question. Yeah, okay, fine, I'll get back into it. Um, I, I like people and I don't like people at the same time. I'm I'm forced to be really public with a lot of things that I do, you know, with social media and everything like that, um, that I do, like, privacy at the same time. Um, especially with people, I'll have to go to events and do things like that. But I never really, like, I don't, I don't go out. I don't, like, yeah. party, I don't do, like, things like that. So it's, like... I'm not one to like reach out to people and be like, yo, let's, let's go hang out tonight. What are you doing right now? Stuff like that. So I'm really, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, the most social antisocial person there is. I feel like, because like, I love yeah. talking to people. Like I'll happily, if someone reach out, like reaches out, like I'll go hang out, we'll do whatever. Um, it's really fun. But then like, I really do like my alone time to yeah. kind of just like work or walk or do yeah. really whatever. But no, I love talking to people is the thing. Like, if I'm put in that setting, like, I'll talk to anyone. Same with my dad. Like, he'll just talk to random people on the street. Like, you can't get him to stop talking to people. Yeah. And I wish I got a bit more of that. But I love meeting new people. It's just 
I'm very weird with letting people get close in my life. This is about right. to get deep. I oh, it's feel supposed I'm to. It's supposed to. Drink the tea. Let's get it's deep. It's really good tea. Uh, you didn't answer my question, which was, do you do that with people? Do you think you overdo it with people like you overdo it with hobbies? No, I don't think so. I think, like, I'm definitely a very, like, loyal friend and everything like that, yeah. you know? Lieberman. Yeah. Once I, like, trust a person and I'm comfortable enough with them, like, yeah. Like, I'll never, like move away because like you know it's it's very hard for me to trust someone like fully oh, it like, makes me sleepy is this decaf no it's okay no it's not well i mean it is decaf okay no, but when good. you said decaf i forgot the definition okay and i was like it doesn't de it doesn't make you sleepy it's just not not yes energetic. it's not gonna yes yeah but you know like i overdo things if i like a certain meal i'll probably fucking get it That's, five times a week we're very and similar like, with that yeah yeah and i it's something that i really try to avoid when approaching people like in a relationship mm. if someone's like i'd like to see you tomorrow and i saw them yesterday yeah it's a hard no on that mm. like even even if i like them so much and i'm okay. like i want to like see them every day like, you give yourself the space though yeah, yeah. it's so easy to approach people in the same way as i approach like meals tv media all the things yeah hobbies but i try not to no yeah it's so interesting because you're like not that you're not well not that you're not functioning if you're an introvert yeah but you're a highly functioning introvert that needs to be extroverted at times i think it's more of this it's like what i present to people and when i'm like talking with people in public which happens a lot is yeah. like i'll only talk about very specific things so that's why like most people if you like just meet me or something like that or like we've been hanging out for a little bit you'll only know about like the fashion side of me and that like part of my identity but getting past that barrier becomes that's where it like that's no, where you no got it you got you got no you got to work for like, yeah yeah, yeah talk about astrology your big three is gorgeous by the way thank you you said Very i was nice. like made in a lab so yeah no, i've been getting bad vibes from the internet lately what it's a scary spot it honestly yeah. is really frightening it's it's a lot to deal with especially if you get to the point where you're like it's taking up most of your time it's it yeah no it's it's hard to deal with how has um, it been for you it's been really interesting it's still like a culture shock that i'm not and i'm by no means like a, a big creator yet i have a lot of friends who have you know nine ten million followers and i honestly don't know how they do it well they have like teams and stuff that help with them of but course. like even with my like agent who i absolutely love who like will help me with emails yeah. and like reaching out to people for me and contract i honestly couldn't do it without her and even with her it's still like a lot because you have to be creating content like every single day yeah. and going to either events, meetings and stuff like that. Like I, I'm taking a very different approach to social media than like most of my other like fashion TikTok friends. Um, like I don't do like the like outfit of the day, like random things like that. I really use it for a platform to like kind of like help me in my design journey and like my design career. So like when I release something, I'll have people who care and want to see it. And like I do stuff in real life in fashion too. Like I'm company. I love that you just said in real life. In real life, well, there's, yeah. The well, that's the thing life. is, uh, TikTok, people who follow me, they really only see exactly what I show them and what I post. Right. And what I post is pretty much just me talking 
business designers or like advice like there's not much more to it than that and that's my authentic self though but it's like that's the sliver i choose to show on there because i don't want to overshare and there are a lot of people that share everything about their lives on tiktok and i'm like i don't know how you do it because like i don't want yeah 150,000 people knowing what I'm doing. Like, that's You don't scary. want, like, 30 people knowing what you're doing. Uh-uh. No. 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 <laughs> I'm very different in that way where, like, you know, the world right now is built on, like, parasocial relationships, which is an insane concept. Yeah. It is an insane concept to be like, ooh, you think you know me, but you don't. Yeah. I think I seem quite open on my podcast. Yeah. But I'm, like, such a private person. And I've only met you a few times. And we've had some good talks even yeah. before this. Yeah, was, of course. It's very comfortable and it's a good environment. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, look at the podcast. We're in. Yeah. We're on a bed. So. We're on a bed. Sidetracked. I've been following you for, like, four years. Like, I'm pretty sure we followed each other for, yeah, like, we've, a really no, long a time. Yeah, we know. A long time. I didn't even, like, I don't know how long, but definitely a really long time. Like, before. Oh, like, probably pre-covid easy pre-COVID. yeah definitely yeah. pre-covid like i remember seeing your design like, i think in yeah. high school honestly so That's i've like cool. se- which is pretty cool and then meeting you was like so random because i was like wait because it was so like late in the game it's after. so yeah. late in the game <laughs> yeah. yeah very nice friend group really nice people. very talented hot oh, yeah. friend group like it's yeah. kind of crazy it's yeah it's, um, a, it's a it's a power group oh yeah oh my god you're oh. done with your tea yeah oh i drink i could drink like 10 of those but the parasocial yeah. relationship thing is weird because, like, for me, like, I think I, I seem really open and, yeah. and you know, I'm very good at talking about things after they happen. Ah, okay. Not good at present moment. We're, we're similar. Un- understanding my feelings in the moment. Like, if when I'm in an argument, like, yeah. I go mute. Well, I think it's better to, like, take the back seat in that and, like, process everything first before you say something you might yeah not mean so i think that's like actually kind of like a wise way to go about those things yeah i'm very different in those situations are you super reactionary no i'm more of like i just try to think of things in such a practical way yes which is not always the best because i need to be especially like more probably emotional yeah in specific um situations but like going about things in more like practical way where you try to see like why is this person like where are they coming from in this conversation that's what i try to think and you know i'll end up spending all my time in the moment just like trying to figure out like why are they feeling this way well it was something like that before like having that upfront conversation and like it makes me feel kind of distant from it i'm also quite logical yeah when i'm in an argument and like it's not the most sensitive thing like i have some sensitive friends that i'm like i'm so blunt and harsh that i don't know if we could have a functional friendship yeah because i like that i'm a problem solver i like being a fixer everyone needs that yes yes everyone kind of needs the mom role in the friend oh 100 percent. yeah i literally first week i came to school this is so off track i taught my roommates how to fucking cook a sunny side up egg it was like i literally you crack it and then you leave it in here until it looks like something you want to eat there's yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's no Maybe other way. Maybe some hot sauce, but that's literally yeah. No, it. it's like, you're the mom, mom of the group. Mm, yeah. No, like <laughs> I'll like cook dinner for like my one roommate who's like always home. Yeah. But then like of course I'll make him do the dishes if I'm like right. cooking the whole time. But ever everyone needs that. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I don't love it though because some sometimes actually I'll use this this example. I was in a relationship and like we were like going away the next day or whatever. It wasn't clear that we were gonna go, but it was Got like up it. in the air. Okay. And I, we saw each other the next day, and we were like getting ready to go. 
and they had their stuff and i was like oh you didn't confirm i didn't think we were going yeah and he was like well you said it earlier in the day and i was like okay but why didn't you remind me yeah just be like upfront about like like and i yeah. was like really upset i was so emotional it was early in the okay. morning like all the things and i literally was like sometimes i need to be mommed no you need yeah to mom no exactly me back. and and i told that and they were like you told your boyfriend that and i was like yeah sometimes you need to be mobbed in the partnership like no, it's true yeah it's no, totally I, true i need that because i'm like really forgetful too really uh you don't seem here's like, the thing i always have things going on i would be my notes document is the only reason i somewhat function it really is scary really i have just one notes document where i have everything from like tiktok ideas meetings and shit like that but it'll go for like weeks in advance and i'll somehow like remember that i wrote it on there so it's like you scroll through like thousands You're not like of a things. google calendar bitch oh no I don't really have, i don't have the patience for that i don't have like the no I'm, i need it i check in with my google calendar every oh day. I, I feel like i need it too but i'm just like i don't have the i don't feel like i would give myself the time to actually become organized like that you sleep better I have to say, oh, when probably. you're organized, you do sleep in it. Oh. Can they see our feet? Is this... I don't know how close up this I is. I don't... I don't hope so. Oh, okay. Because... No, I don't know if they can see our Fun feet. fact about me. I don't know if they can see it here. I wear uh, wool socks everywhere. Everywhere? All times I, of the year? All times. Even summer? Wool, t- wool socks are the best for everything. Why? They're just the best. Tell me. Um, do you know I was talking about clothes for life? Yeah. This brand of sock I'm wearing, literally a lifetime warranty. And if they get a hole, you just like get a new pair okay yeah so you have many pairs of them yeah no i love i I love i I love wool yeah okay no i don't have one pair of socks yeah (laughs) how do you manage having friends in this industry um and also with your you know view on people no i have i have like a lot of really good friends i think it's hard for me to make a lot of new friends probably Mm -hmm. because um i don't like it's really upsetting i don't have a lot of time to do things um is it upsetting sometimes i like i i I wish i had a little bit more free time Mm -hmm. to do just like random things like the free time i get i want to spend alone like go for a walk or go for a bike ride because like i need to decompress from everything especially for me i need to be surrounded by like really motivated people like people that like won't just sit home people that'll like want to go out or have like a big hobby or something like that like i don't want someone who's just going to sit at home turn on the tv or watch youtube for like five hours i can't be around that I, yes same and it's nothing like i have nothing against those people if that works for you that works for you oh my god this tea is really making me burp a lot <laughs> um but it's uh it, it was just not like that's not something that works for me so i need to be around people who are like really hard working and stuff because that motivates me yeah to keep going so like two of my roommates are architecture students they're never fucking home till like 3 a.m um because they're always in the studio working yeah. do you struggle with being friends with people that aren't creators when you're in these types of things that take a lot of work yeah to do and you're always creating you're always trying to be better and you're always trying to create something new i feel like a lot of people don't understand that like sometimes your alone time has to be your creative time that is yeah that is my creative time yeah someone who i was friends with was like you when was the last time you were alone and i was like oh last week and they were like you were writing all day but that's fun, you know? But that's it's what fun. you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I need to. Like, I don't have the privilege of not writing all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure when you're, you're the same way, when you're, you feel creative, you have to drop things. Yeah. It's, you know? It is hard. Um, I think it's still definitely important to have, like, multiple things that aren't just your, like, one main thing, yeah. though. So, like, you know, got my bike up here the other week. I like my walks. I like 
concerts. I like playing the guitar. Like there's just like a lot of other things there too. But yeah, no, it is hard because a lot of people like, I love having friends who aren't creatives as well, but are just really passionate about whatever they're passionate about. Because, you know, talking about fashion 24 seven, I love, but I also like, it's really important to have a little bit of a break from it too. Yeah. Um, so like, even if this person is like really into, this is such a bad example because I hate talking about it, but like cryptocurrency, one of my best friends is like a big crypto dude. And I'm like, I can't talk about it anymore with him, but it's like nice knowing that he's super passionate about this, yeah. you know, whatever. If he makes a ton of money, like hopefully he'll get me dinner or something. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is really hard for those people to understand like, oh you were in the studio all day you need a break from that let's go have fun i'm like but that was fun that was fun yeah. and also i'm fucking tired exactly no yeah there's not 30 hours in the day no yeah that would be really nice that would be really nice yeah you are a hard wall to break down me no yeah. i don't think i am i think i'm being pretty this is pretty good for me really this is good know. oh Just you, go we get some hard hitters then. yeah oh i used to be a big crier really like at oh, everything? Yeah. No, not at everything. But I was, uh, I don't know what COVID did to me, but I was super emotional, like pre-COVID. Like forever, my whole life. Interesting. There you go. I'm going to give you a little. That this, is interesting. Yeah. I haven't cried since COVID. You're fucking lying. Mm, okay. Well, wait. Yeah. Y okay. Yes. Except. Babel. That was, um, I did shed some tears. Right. Yeah. I happy cry more than sad cry. I Wait, I have an idea. Cut, cut, cut. Cut this um, out, Caroline. Babe. Amazing. So we'll do something together. Yes, absolutely. Um, We're going to do a cool project together. And you're not yeah. going to know about you're it. You're not going to know. <laughs> Pre I'm going to go crisscross applesauce okay. now. I'm going to get Pre I'm gonna get I think so too. Because I'm like, I went on a ghost tour the other day. This is going in so my, much No, my like. 10th birthday was a, like i was like this painted black school bus and we went on a ghost tour around chicago it was amazing yeah no i love ghost every yeah. every um city i go to i usually take a ghost tour my friend was like do you believe in ghosts and i was like i'm hispanic i don't think i'm allowed to not believe in, I believe ghosts. in ghosts i feel like everyone should believe in ghosts i think it's weird not to but it's also like ghosts aren't bad I don't no yeah. no it's i actually heard a really good whether you believe in ghosts whether you don't believe in ghosts it's like when someone makes toast like in their house and there's no toast there anymore you could till still tell that there's there was, was yeah, toast. yeah. Still, yeah even if it you've done everything to get rid of the smell you can still tell that there was toast there yeah. and then if you burn the toast it lasts even longer that's and that's true. why ghosts that are hurt ah, stay i like that that's, that's good yeah yeah and i was like what a way to explain such a nice concept yeah it's really nice um what were you talking about i don't know like tv wait like what is your rab google rabbit hole or youtube rabbit hole oh i'd love to see your mm. for you page on youtube so my youtube will be a mix of cooking stuff okay whether it's british baking show or action bronson's cooking stuff or do you know maddie matheson yes okay i love him yeah yeah no i bought his cooking book when it came okay. out yeah no uh his stuff uh shoot what even is it um oh there's this one did you ever watch like american pickers or anything like that yes so like a lot of those types of shows okay. where people like i love antique stores and like antiquing and stuff like that Me my too. favorite thing so there's this one i forget what it's called but there's like this british guy that goes to these crazy you know 
country homes in London that have been there in the same family for like hundreds of years and just like goes and buys just random stuff that they oh have. Oh my god, I love that. Um, so you get to see like insane houses and estates and then he just buys their furniture and shit. Ugh. And I love that. Um, and then what else Did is Did you mine? ever think about going into interior design? Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. You're like the first person know. that said no. I just, uh, it, I, it's not something I'm probably really strong at. Do you so. think you'd be good at designing your apartment though? Like when you move? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just couldn't design for other people. Right. Because I can't over. tell what other people really like. Word. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I like and I know what I want to make. And right. that's an issue I have. Oh my God, the tea again. <laughs> it's, um. Is that an issue you have with fashion? Yeah. Um, especially with my school. It's like mm. they push me to be very experimental and do things like very av- like avant-garde stuff. And I'm like, I want to wear clothes that I can walk around the streets of New York and see someone wearing my design every single day. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. Um, and they're like, no, just think about doing this in this way and maybe extending the shoulders to like here. And I'm like, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, why create all this waste? That'll be cool for maybe a photo, but not it's not practical. A hundred percent. So like. I can never do something like that. They'll yeah. be like, they'll give me an assignment. They'll be like, Simon, make a bodysuit. I'm like, what about my style <laughs> makes you think that I could design a bodysuit? Or like, would want to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I ended up making like a, it was, I'm, I'm going to wear it. Cause I'll never, I won't make something this year that I'm either not going to wear or add to my portfolio. Cause I want to be really responsible with everything I make. But I made like this, like, um, old like boiler suit just for myself and that was my take on the bodysuit my teacher right. like she was like this is she really liked it but she's like this is not the assignment i'm like yeah i know yeah. Um, that was the point <laughs> yeah um because like i'm not gonna make a skin type bodysuit because i'm not gonna wear a skin type bodysuit yeah. yeah yeah that's the issue i just can't get in other people's heads really what's next what's next i'm just kind of doing what I'm doing. I think um, over COVID, one thing I really learned about myself is I need to focus on myself because I was very much that emotional person that would like before myself do everything for other people, which I learned was really damaging and really messed me up. So now like just doing things that make me happy. So I'm going to continue to keep doing things that make me happy and hopefully you mean prioritizing yourself. Yeah. And hopefully finding some more friends and stuff and like a good group of like just new people to surround myself with too because yeah. i like i love all my friends and everything like that but of course you know let's always want to meet more people yeah. yeah yeah on a scale of one to ten how are you feeling about your creativity lately if it wasn't for school i'd be at a 10 okay with school because all the tedious like core classes and stuff i have to do that take up my time i'm probably at like a seven now um but i can still produce a lot of work mm-hmm. um but yeah i just wish i had like a little less stuff going on who do you think that i would know that the listener would know is very forward in fashion like underratedly killing it that's hard um because my whole thing is like i love young designers like either in college or out of college and to see how they navigate everything um Jonathan Anderson is probably my favorite designer of all, like one of my favorite designers of all time and very much like people like fight me on this, but I think he's the greatest designer of our generation. What he's doing with J.W. Anderson and Loewe. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, okay. Um, but like most people, if they're designers for like big companies and have their own names, like one of the brands suffers, but with him, he's still mm. producing like the most incredible work I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, 
and even like he did this thing this is kind of silly but he did this thing on tiktok where he made this like chunky crochet sweater and then held like a contest and had thousands of kids like remake this sweater that he made and instead of being like you stole my work which is a huge thing in the fashion industry he was reposting like every single one like it was a huge thing that he made and he loves this community because he was able to kind of bring in everyone from fashion because nobody can afford like a three thousand dollar cardigan yeah but now everyone was able to feel like a part of the brand with this so yeah i want people to be doing more things like that i want like more inclusivity less of a wall in the fashion industry how do you think you'll be doing that how do i yeah in your own work um it's kind of gonna be how i present my work and kind of how i present myself too you know if i get a lot of dms a lot um from just random people like a Mm -hmm. lot of people who are trying to be like what's your advice for um like submitting my portfolio do you have any advice of what i should include or not include so like i've been able to help so many people like refer them to like my older teachers and stuff to have them literally get on zoom calls to like critique their portfolios to help them and stuff and i've actually held zoom calls where i'll have like 40 people on them and we'll just like talk and like give advice and i'll have a few of my other like fashion designer and school friends on it too so it's like instead of just like being inaccessible just respond to people it doesn't take too much time like it's not a big deal it's really and it might get to the point where i have a bigger following and stuff like that but i still want to be like if you ask me a question and it's a good question like you're gonna get an answer because like there is no one person that can answer this for you and if you come to me that means you trust me and then i'm gonna do my best to help right that's really nice that's a really good perspective to have that not a lot of people have yeah i just think it might get a lot is the thing that i'm worried about of course of course well you do the best you can oh 100 percent. yeah but then also hopefully i can find more people and create more of a network of people that will be willing to help and And hopefully other people will be following yeah Yeah. would you ever have a stylist like someone that like dresses you for everything yeah but if i had unlimited funds i don't think i'd need one i have a pretty good sense of style no yeah that's what i'm saying it's like if i had more money it would be if i had more money i don't think i'd need one but it'd be nice to have like low-key my mom kind of acts like my stylist oh my mom buys my clothes still yeah my mom still buys me clothes like one last question what would you tell yourself a year from now in the future in the future no never mind what would you tell yourself a year from now in the past oh like mid covid Mm -hmm. um just like reach out to people okay like check in on people a bit more because i think that was something that i was really lacking over covid and that if i was feeling that way i feel like a lot of people were probably feeling that way so you know i wish i was probably i i feel like i'm a good friend but i wish i you know gave the random person a uh not a random person we gave a friend a a facetime once in a while a bit more because you know it was a really isolating time for everyone you know even if you're in new york living with your roommates like that poses its own challenges i was in chicago with like you know um just like focus in on the people around you a bit more just to make sure everyone's doing okay because i think mental health is really key um especially moving forward if covid really taught us anything yeah do you think you're doing that now a little yeah i'm doing that a lot more okay that's good yeah it's all about growth yeah that's a good way to end it we're good yeah do you feel good i feel good that was a nice conversation yeah you are really hard to get to
I don't try to be, that's the thing. You're quite difficult. We're done! What did you guys talk about? Um... She tried to crack me. Yeah, uncrackable mm, egg. Caroline no, I, I did, I did, it was, yeah. Crack a little bit. A little bit.